Here we go. We are going to talk college today. And with me are my co-host, Paul. How have you What's been? What's up? Not bad. Super busy lately, but I'm back. Nice. Thank you for being back. I appreciate it. We missed you. Thanks. And then also a special guest, Alan, on the show. Hello. So How's it going? It's going well. I think you guys should have at it today. And uh, we're going to talk about college, so... I'll, uh, Alan, why don't, you, uh, why don't you take it away? Tell me uh, where your thoughts were on this one. Uh, okay, so we had a discussion um, a few days ago about, well, uh, our sister Crystal, she's a freshman now at University of Houston, and I was able to go on the campus, and, and it occurred to me like I didn't get to go to college when I came out of high school, so um, it got me thinking about the kind of stuff I was doing at that age. So for me and for you, Paul, we were both joined the Navy right out of high school. Oh yeah. And yeah. And so I remember that time in my life was very pivotal and very dynamic. And I remember it being very fascinating to me, remembering some of the stuff that I did at that age. One thing that I did not like remembering is how long ago it was. Cause like, <laughs> I kind of, part of me still feels like I'm that type of person. But so you're old. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're, you're fucking old? Uh, <laughs> I remember when, see, I was 15 when my sister was born. And I remember thinking to myself, man, when she's 15, I'm going to be 30. And at the time, when I, as a 15-year-old, 30 might as well be 80. You're just like an old man. And here we are. I mean, she's in college now. And I'm the old man. So, yeah, I was... Um, I remember thinking, so I don't know what your transition into the military was like or even moving out of the house and stuff, but to me, it was it was not like I thought it was going to be. What do you mean? Um, I, I mean, I, I knew that I was going to the Navy. That part of it was kind of already planned out. You know, we had the processing day and everything, and then boot camp. You hear stories about boot camp, but there's a, there's some aspects of boot camp that you're never really prepared for. Um, for me, it, the sleep deprivation was big. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. you waking up at 4am every day. Well, don't forget like living with a hundred people that don't, yeah. over, don't, don't overlook that part. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, another factor. And then remember <laughs> like when, when you eat, you have to, uh, I mean, if you don't eat quickly, then you don't eat. Oh yeah. No. What's funny is I've had to, like, I don't know how much of your day was spent planning on getting to the front of the line so that way you could eat more. Yeah, no, well I was the uh <laughs> I was a, a flag bearer in 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 boot camp which if I always had my own spot in line it was and it was never the front really. Mm-hmm. Um so that that part of it wasn't. But I I agree with you that if you're last in line cuz they don't start the clock, you know, what do you have like 15 minutes or whatever from the last time from the from the time the last guy sits down so you can eat, right? So if you're in the front of the line, then you that buys you like another five or six minutes of eating time or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. No, I mean, um, eating was a big part of my day. I mean, I didn't care what it was. It was on my tray. I don't think I turned <laughs> any kind of food down in boot camp because the thing is like I never knew when I was going to eat again. So, yeah. For me, uh, like uh, yeah, being, being a bit uh, – I mean I think being an Asian American, I feel like I wasn't as picky with the food. But the stuff I heard about the food was, I, I like, people told me it wasn't going to be very, very good. I actually didn't mind it. Number one, I was probably starving um, from just all the 
physical training and the grind of a boot camp and stuff. But also, um, I was like, I, I better eat something. But yeah, I, I mean, what some part of it, I was like, I didn't complain about the the quality of the food over there. That's just me. It, uh, it's Christian here. Let me jump in for a second because I think we want to outline as well. Uh, they might not be so familiar with Paul's eating and and what that <laughs> means. And, and I'm not talking. You were just mentioning quality. I'm I'm thinking more quantity. So if somebody wants to jump in with that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say, if you're on Instagram, my name is ProFatKid, fats with a PH. And if you're on Twitter, it's just ProFatKid and just exactly how it sounds. So I do eat a lot and there's a lot of quantity. And growing up, I used to take Christian and Alan's food and make them watch me eat their food. <laughs> about, about the one time, Paul, that we came to your house and there was, there you had some ribs left over or something. You remember that? You're, you're, <laughs> so I remember we went over to your house, we went to watch football or something. And your mom had left you some ribs like in the fridge, like you can eat these for lunch, whatever. So you had like five ribs, right? You heat them up and you bring out like one plate, like just for you. Right. And so we're, <laughs> so we're just sitting there watching football and like, not really say nothing about it. I mean, it's not our food anyway. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys want to split one of these? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I remember at a sleepover. um, I was at a sleepover at at a friend's house, you know, down in Simi. And uh, they were like, yeah, Paul, so what did you want? I was like, oh, could you go ahead and just get a pizza with like sausage, pepperoni, mushrooms, uh, some onions, bell peppers, and maybe some like barbecue chicken, maybe extra cheese. And then what did you guys want? And they're just like, what? I was like, yeah, what, what did you guys want? I'm going to eat a pizza. Like, that's what I want. What do you guys want? You know, it's tough because like, I'll go, like I'll go out to eat with my wife and my wife will want to, well, actually my, my wife isn't that bad. She understands how I eat and she eats pretty big too. So, but I, I've been in relationships with girls where they're like, I just want to split something with you. And I'm like, nah, that's <laughs> I don't not split another with you. <laughs> I'm like, you might want to just order your own. And then whatever <laughs> you don't eat, I'll eat. They're like, but it's a lot of food. And yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know, I definitely have had my days where I've consumed enough food for like an Ethiopian village. You should do so, some of them uh, eating contests. Like they see, have, I have like, Fourth of July. They- I did a sushi eating contest where there was like maybe three, four hundred people that came in tenth. Wow. Yeah, so I have. Don't wow. get me wrong, it's not something I haven't discussed, but you know, the idea of eating, you know, forty hot dogs in ten minutes, I probably get through I'd probably get through about twenty in about ten minutes. Yeah, see and for me like because I, I feel like I have a uh I feel like I'm pretty big on eating too, but at some point, I'm like, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> this is it's starting to be painful. <laughs> and Depends then, on what you're eating, though. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, maybe you've eaten some stuff that I haven't eaten. <laughs> well, if it's good, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, I thought you just made an inadvertent penis joke. I just, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was on subs, so you know. Sure. By subs, he means submarines, not subway yes. sandwiches. <laughs> Well, those two, <laughs> I've had my share of subs. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I eat a lot, and that's not necessarily uh, a bad thing for me. I mean, I definitely, I was pretty big for a while too. Like, I was heavy, you know. But um, no. that got fixed. So, yeah, 
you can buy anything in LA. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh food is definitely something I really enjoy. I mean, a lot of my photography on obviously on Instagram is, is food based, mm-hmm. but you know, I have also, you know, taken pictures for different restaurants and, I, I've traded them. I'm like, you know, instead of you know having you guys pay a $350 licensing fee, why don't you just give me a $200 gift card and we'll call it even? They're all over that, all over that. Oh, they like so it. So they love so they're, that. They're, they're, Holy they're moly, good. They love that. Yeah, good for them. I yeah. guess they they look at you and they're like, yeah, we could probably just. I guess that'd be the <laughs> the easier option. But well, like, I'm not big anymore either. I'm not like a gigantic dude. But so how you know. how how big were like when you were at your were you at your biggest when you were in the navy or? I was on my way out of the Navy. I was probably like 270. As, was, like like as, I, you were, as you were transitioning out of the Navy? As I was transitioning out of the Navy, I was probably like, well, I, my weight actually fluctuated in the military too. Like I got into boot camp at like 170, and then I left boot camp at like 185, 190. Uh-huh. Um, a school, I hit like 235. Yeah, A school and, was bad. I remember. So for the non Navy guys, A school just like one of the first schooling of after boot camp, whatever your job is, you go to whatever school that is. But I remember in in A school, especially the A school we went to, nuclear power A school, it was there was a lot of a lot a lot of sitting down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like probably the most sitting down that I've I've done in any three month period ever, up to that point, you know. And and then there was just like a lot of uh, um, a lot also a lot of eating. Because in, unlike boot camp, you you have an eternity to eat, and there's still it's still the galley, so it's kind of like a, a buffet for every meal for as long as you want. Very dangerous combination for someone in oh, your yeah. position. For some, yeah. yeah, someone like me. Oh, you're gonna give me 15 grilled cheese sandwiches? Sweet. <laughs> you know. Yep. Oh, it's chicken teriyaki day. I'll get four plates. Thank How about you. the? Uh, oh, they, and I get the, had... I get to grab a brown bag on my way out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> on at breakfast, they used to have this thing where. It was a preference of uh, you can either like go into you can either eat there like the dine in breakfast or you can get the breakfast to go. But for for Paul, I guess it was uh, there's not or like I'm I'm like I'm like, I'm a dine in and then on my way out of here I'm gonna go get the brown bag. Oh, and I would grab three brown bags. <laughs> I would grab them in a way to where it looked like one, <laughs> so they wouldn't freak out as as I was walking out. I mean, all that was in there was like juice and apple and like a small sandwich, but. Sure. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't for, bad. Yeah, for no. people that are just in passing and they got to go study and whatnot. You know. Let me ask you something, man. So when you went to go hang out with your sister at the college, mm-hmm. did you get to try the food there? Nah, no, because I think it was more for the guys that were dorming there. Like, So my sister, she still lives at home and she commutes and stuff. So the only we, the only place we went was uh, they like the health and wellness center, the gym. They have a very nice gym over there. I guess these universities invest a lot of money in their gym. Uh, she took me to the architecture building. Her major is architecture. So I, I got to go in that building. And then there's like a welcome center where there's like bowling alley. There's like games or like a little food court and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I did want to go to the cafeteria, but she said, no, that's for people that have like a, the meal pass. And it's more for people that, that like live somewhere else. See, like that's I went, like losers basically. No, <laughs> see, like, I went to, there. Well, I went to go visit Irvine when my brother was going. My brother uh-huh. went to UC Irvine, and uh, they had the whole meal passing. And I, he was in Irvine while I was in San Diego, which was mm. which was nice. And I go visit him, and people, you know, first, you know, you got these eighteen, nineteen year old kids just complaining 
complaining about, oh man, this chicken sucks and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'm like chowing down. I'm like, this food's phenomenal. You yeah. guys get treated awesome here. But then, you know, it's all about perspective. Those kids had no idea how good they had it. Not at all. You I know? think so too. And, and as much as I feel like when I was, because when I was touring the campus, they had a lot of really nice facilities. And I'm like, man, they, um, I feel like I would just spend all my time here. Like if, if I was in college, if I was like, because it's all paid for by the tuition and stuff, right? Free gym membership included. Um like the I think very cheap rates for like bowling and pool and stuff like that so I feel like I would just spend so much time there whether studying or whether hanging out but I remember in the Navy they also had very nice facilities like on base but especially when I was out of school and I would just I was just working like a working sailor all I wanted to do was leave the base and it was almost a waste of all the facilities that were that were provided to us you know um, well there's always something critically wrong with every single base it was filled with us <laughs> so essentially you had a bunch of like 19 to 25 year old dickheads running around you know it's a pissing and, and, contest everywhere you went and so, you're right by us i mean I, i'll admit i was one of them i wasn't oh no, me like, too. yeah i wasn't part I was of the, the solution worst. Yeah, i was the worst <laughs> so i get it and that's so, the reason why i left yeah i, I, think, I always I, left it was like a mutual agreement i wanted to leave and the base did not try to keep me there <laughs> like, right They're so like, basically mm-hmm. if there was a school that was called like Douchebag University, and it had like amazing oh, facilities yeah. and yeah. Uh, first class dining and stuff. You'd be like, yeah, but then in order to be that, like in order to be there, I would have to be a douchebag. Like instead, that would be an, that would be a crazy college mascot. I mean, you know <laughs> a what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like the you know Kentucky douchebags or whatever. Like I don't know. <laughs> no, it'd be I'm, more I'm like not Jersey calling Shore. Kentucky douchebags. Sorry, let me back up. I just mean that like. If there's some, you know, like <laughs> if there's like bump, like like bumfuck university douchebags, like that would be there. Everyone in Kentucky's like, "Hey, man." <laughs> yeah, because someone in Kentucky is listening to this podcast, going, "You know, I am intellectually offended by that comment." <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out. So check out the kind of stuff that we kind of bypass uh, in on on base. So there were there were free movie theaters. I mean, just completely free. You just walk in and watch movies, like in the theater style movies. The bowling games were like a dollar per game. Bowling now is what, like four or five bucks per game, I think. I mean, it was a dollar per game. Like you can bowl till your arm falls off and you're only spending six or seven dollars, eight dollars. Um, the, the golf was real cheap. They had, uh, uh, what else did they have, Paul? A p- pizza party. They had a bar. I mean, they, whatever, it sounds like whatever you could want, like, it's it's like a floating hub for if they had to just transport that base to like anywhere in the world, then you'd be able to still function without leaving the base, which I think that was the idea because sometimes you were restricted to the base. <laughs> you know, you go, you, um, whether you get in trouble or something, then they have these rules where you just can't leave the base. But I mean, essentially you would never need to because they have dentists there. They have the hospital there. They have a little. They have a grocery store there. Gas station. I, I mean, every base acted essentially as its own little sovereign nation. So yeah. yeah, you're right. Everything like there was no real. The only reason again to leave the base was to get away from us, right? Yeah. So, Which is and actually, then on top of, it's actually on top legitimate. Of, um, if I yeah, because you as what you guys are describing right now kind of reminds me a bit of of my culture, like the IT culture in terms of the quote-unquote benefits that they're trying to give to their workers, which is 
Um, the nicest, the, the nicest place I worked at in terms of the benefits and facilities was a place that had two ping pong tables, a basketball court, um, like a, a big screen TV with Xbox 360, and yeah. um, yeah, and like but a, then imagine you know, the, only the, the table. So like the uh, uh sorry, a foosball table, and imagine, imagine what now? Only playing with clones of yourself. Well, no, that's what I meant. Like it, those facilities were for your coworkers, right? right? So, I mean, but that's how that, like, you know, a Google does it, right? Or when they go like, oh yeah, like, oh man, it must be awesome to work for Apple because they have this thing. Like, I think Google serves, you know, free. They just have a cafeteria where you don't pay anything. You just go, yeah, eat whatever. So the I think whole I've point, heard that same thing. Yeah, the whole point though is like, you can't is, leave. <laughs> that, that's for them to keep you there, so that when they ask yeah. you to work at eighteen hour or a twenty hour. And be like, well, just you know, just hang out. Like, you don't need to have a life. I've heard. This I've is heard your even like uh, laundry. Like, they provide laundry service there. They provide daycare for your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, on one hand, it seems like it seems great. You know, it seems very appealing. But like, nothing's free. I mean, they're they're not. I don't yeah. think they're really putting that there primarily for your enjoyment. Well, you know? yeah, no, not primarily. So they realize, oh, like this costs us less. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like the, you know, I'm going to make you an awesome hamster cage. You're still in a fucking hamster cage. You know, like <laughs> there's no, you're, you're still trapped essentially. And then don't forget the all important pussy. There's no, you know, there's no real viable hookup opportunities with, with some of those Navy girls. No offense, Navy girls, but there's a, there's a reason why guys stay in the Air Force. You know, like, <laughs> no offense, Kentucky Navy girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, there were there there were some hot Navy girls, but like the ratio uh, of like uh, you, you know, you're a lucky man than me because I, I I didn't I maybe saw one in the six years that I was there, one or two. Yeah, no, and all the hot girls I saw in the Navy were always never in my, you know. Never in my wheelhouse. They, they weren't nukes. Um, <laughs> they definitely weren't nukes. You know. And then, no, yeah, like, I guess you're right. I mean, in other departments and oh, you get the hot like dental, like the yeah. dental assistant, or you get the hot yeoman. You know, yeah. or you know, if you if you ever saw like uh, the, some of the female pilots, I mean, the pilots have pretty nice bodies. The female pilots, but that's that's about yeah. it, though. You know, I mean, that's yeah. sometimes that's you, you take what you can get though when you're in the navy. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, but that's why I left base. Especially, yeah. especially in oh no, freaking Hawaii was awesome, awesome yeah. because they had uh, like three universities there, so there's a bunch of college bars, college dive bars there. Um, you know, I was still young enough to look, you know, un, like college aged. Well, I was college aged, so um, that and uh, since I was brown, you know, I, I I could be considered a local. A lot of girls dug that. They're like, oh, he's not one of those navy assholes. He's actually. Um, He's local. He's Little one of the guys that know. lives here. <laughs> Little did they. I just got my mouth shut. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, um, yeah, that's another part of why the base it has to be so appealing is because, especially when you're traveling abroad, um, when you leave, I mean, there's so much more to explore. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, depending on whatever base you're at, I mean, like I've heard uh, good things about Yakuza, Japan. Mm-hmm. To where there were people that didn't even like the navy, and then once they get once they go to Yakuza Japan, they reenlist. Wow! Like, yeah, this is, it is worth staying here. <laughs> one of my one of my uh, good friends, uh, we took the same calculus class. Um, he he got out of the navy 
not too long ago. Um, mm. He was actually in Cusco. Says it was amazing, and he didn't even like the Navy. But, yeah. I mean, but he said the best time he's ever had. Best time he's ever had. In, so. was, that's in Yakuza? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, unfortunately, I never got the privilege. I was in uh, Japan. I went to a place called Sasebo, Japan, which is just north of Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, I mean, it was nice being in Japan, but it wasn't the way people describe Yakuza. I, I never got the opportunity to go to Yakuza or, or Tokyo, Japan, for that matter. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, the traveling part alone in retrospect, made it worth it. When I was, when it was happening, nothing made it, all I wanted to do was get out of the Navy. I mean, that part of it was my age, my attitude, which I don't know, again, like as far as those, the college kids and stuff, I don't know if that's, that was going to be me wherever I was. I'm not sure. But um, I think in retrospect, just the travel benefits may made the whole thing a little bit more, at least I know it wasn't a complete waste, you know, in fact, in, in retrospect, it wasn't a waste at all. But the, the traveling was a big part of why I, 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 I don't regret the decision to join. And the, but for me, the the reason I got out was the uh, was the relationships, like have, like getting married, having a, a girlfriend or something. I, oh I, they, yeah, they, they, it was it wasn't. I didn't feel like. I mean. Hands down to the, the guys that are able to do it, the couples that are able to survive. And most of them can't. Relationship. Most, and you know as well as I know, most of them can't. They think yeah. they can. And by most, can't. we're not talking about like 70%. We're talking like 95 96%. Yeah. You know, there's, there's couples bad. out there that you're like, no, there's no way that couple would ever get divorced. I mean, I've met the guy, I've met the girl. They look like they're they're the exception. They're not the rule. And then like one deployment later, they're separated. And we I all mean, know why. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's, it's, it's you're we, right it's, we, it's partly we, it's, it's kind of whatever you see in the movies is you know it's kind of based on <laughs> loosely based on real life yeah art art imitates life i mean i told myself in the military you know i promised myself i wouldn't put myself in that situation to where every single relationship i got into the military everything up i told every single girl i talked to told them up front hey look i'm not here for a long time i'm here for a good time I mean, no, really what I would really tell them is, look, it's not a good idea to be in a relationship with me. Like if you want to hang out, you want to have some fun, that's one thing. But long term is not a good idea. It's just, you know, we can say we're going to fight the odds, but I'm going to tell you right now, the odds are like astronomically against us. Yeah, they're not in our favor. We can go outside and try to get stuck or struck by lightning too. We can yep. try to <laughs> let's go try to let's go fight some lightning bolts and let's go try mm-hmm. to get struck by lightning. <laughs> exactly, and that's you know that was it's pretty horrible. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, like I said, I was honest with myself. I was honest, and a lot of a lot of the girls really appreciated it. And you know, and I, you know, if it meant that I didn't get to hook up with them, you know, better then now that or then then you know have to deal with that messy stuff later. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. That's you know, I, I didn't get into like my first real relationship until I got out of the navy. On for that reason was because you know I didn't feel like it was uh, something that uh, I needed to put someone I cared about through. So especially yeah. knowing the numbers, the numbers is just like I said, like you know, like you said, ninety ninety five percent. Yep, it's yep. it's not gonna work. Like so, I uh, I met my wife probably four or five months after I got out of the navy, and I don't think that was a coincidence. I think that like if I would have met her while I was in the navy. I mean, 
Nah. I love my wife and everything, but yeah, it was bad timing. I no, don't think it would have been. Worked, it's, it would have been a bad situation. I mean, yeah. you know, it wouldn't have been an optimal situation for a you know uh, a, a good relationship. You're right. So, right. Yeah, a solid, so. long-lasting relationship. And and <laughs> furthermore, I, I in my mind, I, I'll admit, I could there have been another girl that I met while I was in the Navy that could have been my wife? Probably. Yep. I mean, I'll never know because I didn't really explore it, but. I know what ninety six percent of the Navy did when they explored it. They oh, yeah. were wrong, you know. They were yeah. like, as much as this is the right person, this wasn't the right time. So, what do you think about people who are in relationships while they're in college? Dumb, so stupid. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I, I, right, I'm. That's how flustered I am when you going into college in a long term relationship. You know, I'm. You know, I know I'm going to hear it. Oh, you don't know us. You don't know what we've been. Bitch, you've been together for two years. You're 16 <laughs> years old. What the fuck do you know? You know? So, so, I'm gonna, after, so you're going to tell me you're going to stay with your man after he's banged four sorority girls <laughs> in the same night, two at the same time? Same, same guy, right? That's the guy that you know and love and marry? Trust me. He's not turning down college pussy. It's only right. a matter of time. So in, in that example, I'll agree with you. <laughs> that, that relationship is probably not going to last. However, <laughs> I will say that I think there are college relationships that can stand the test of time. I think one of the indicators and, – and also I think that it, it's, it's not likely. However, it's not as unlikely as when you're active duty in the military. I would raise you – know, instead of 96% fail rate, I would You're I would talking say about same campus though. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's, so I actually met my wife in college. So, and it wasn't the example that you're talking about. <laughs> there was no, there, it was, it was just us. But I, one of the indicators was that, um, one of many indicators was that my grades weren't slipping. Like, I, and actually my grades improved. Like one of the reasons we started hanging out is because we were study, we we're actual study partners, <laughs> not just like pretend study oh, partners. Oh, I have plenty so of those study, you know, quote unquote <laughs> study partners. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, so but like in- you know how I study. I start with shots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want you want to go study like? Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what else help is a massage. Massage will probably help you out too. <laughs> I usually study on Fridays and Saturday nights. <laughs> yeah, so you go meet me at Fridays. You know, I'll be yeah. the guy with the awesome, the awesome blossom or the. <laughs> <laughs> I also study best at like nine thirty p.m. or later. No, yeah. no, and honestly, so I had it so good, so good because I got to college. Of course, after the military, everything was paid for. The military taught me how to study. Um, there was never anything that I really had to worry about in the military or in college that the military didn't teach me how to handle. So you know, um, and also, I, I would argue relationships was one of them. Yes. I think they they, they no. tell you how to, you know they they tell you how to handle everything as a single man. I think yes. you survive as a single man, but yeah, they didn't teach nothing about relationships. In fact, I think they were counterproductive. They, yeah, as little. far as yeah, as far as relationships, I think they gave they gave guys a false sense of hope because the, the, the guys uh, they couldn't differentiate the two. I they thought I don't think I could have rolled my eyes back into my head any harder. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome because I, that's where I learned to be really direct. I can't tell you how many girls I met in college where I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you right now, um, you're 19. <laughs> I'm 24. <laughs> you know, like it, this is going to go, you know, it's, 
you think the world of me right now, but wait till I hook up with your best friend. Did no, you I'm ever, just kidding. Did, did you ever have the? Uh, did you ever have the guy like? Uh, so in in the navy, we have duty days, right? Which means you're stuck on at your command or on the ship or the sub or whatever for the for the whole twenty four hour period. And so if you if you had something to do that day, if you had a wedding or something to go to, you could swap your duty day with someone else. So every once in a while, I, I can think of two two um, instances where someone had wanted to swap duty days with someone else in the division because they had to take their girlfriend to prom. Oh, and yeah. They, yeah, this is like a 21, 22-year-old yeah. man. I mean, young man, but <laughs> taking their 17-year-old girlfriend or whatever. You know that, that guy that you can see in the cartoons? He's got the top hat, the monocle. He's twisting his mustache while he has, like, dynamite on the train tracks. <laughs> the that's, exactly, that's exactly how I pictured that guy because yeah. he knows exactly what he's doing. He's getting 18-year-old vagina. That's what he's doing. No, well, well, hopefully I, she's 18. I, you know, in, like, in, in my mind, he, he went in uniform. You know, he went as like some. Oh, he was bit. playing it too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Like, I'll see. Uh, I remember being in high school. There was a bunch of guys that when uh, we had like a special ceremony for the guys that were going into the military. Um, it was like we had some awards night for like academic stuff, and then it like a lot of us were going into the military. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I saw a lot of those guys when I came back home, and they were at TGI Fridays in full uniform thinking yeah. they were going to get laid because they were in uniform. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. Like, it might have been true, though. I don't, Marit, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind of lounge lizards I'd be picking up if I had. <laughs> That's not the right kind of girl, you know? Like, I don't well, know. Maybe. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I, I don't know. How, how many uh, deployments did you go on? Don't, on... Don't, ask, don't ask me that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> So I, let's so just say I, my military career um i've been pro- i've had probably one of the luckiest schedules ever okay so the reason i asked this was the, the reason i asked was because i don't know if you've been away from civilian females for like three four months five months at a time well, the, the girls that you end up seeing i mean your, your standards tend to lower real quick oh you mean <laughs> like the, in south carolina Oh, yeah. you mean like in yeah, upstate yeah. New there York? You there you go. There you <laughs> go. So yeah, hold on we a had second. this conversation. No, D, I don't know if you remember this. And I, we, I may have told this story before, but it's me, you, and like a bunch of dudes from like Tennessee, Virginia. And we were hanging out in some, one of the dorm rooms in power school. And it was, who was that big cow looking girl? that had like super bad acne cross-eyed glasses look like you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka I'm, no wait I'm Willy Wonka they had that girl that turned into a blueberry <laughs> okay she Damn. looked like that remember that girl yeah I'm, uh, yes don't give a name I mean that'd be hey, horrible, I'm, not, right? I'm, not, I'm not saying a name <laughs> just call she's her from like Kentucky a... she's probably from Kentucky <laughs> so, yeah she's probably from Kentucky so the thing is this girl looked like the blueberry girl from freaking Willy Wonka like no, legitimately was probably like 75% body fat like I don't know how she made military regs Any, anyways so this girl had four guys around her all hitting on her while she was walking to her room right and they're, the guys in the dorm room hanging out with us, they rush to the dorm room. They're checking her out like she's the hottest shit ever. And me and me and Alan are just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, 
they were asking us if we thought that chick was hot. And of course, being from California, the land of where all the hot chicks live, we were like, no, that's, that's gross. Like, <laughs> that's, that's gross. And yes, I'm objectifying females at this moment. I was 19 years old. Forgive me. Right. Also, you, so, you already gave away that you were from California, so you're fine. You got to pass. Yes. So they're just like, what do you mean? She's hot. I'm like, whoa, no, she isn't. And then they even went so far as to ask me and Alan if we were gay because we didn't find that chick hot. Do you remember this at all, Alan? Uh, vaguely. Or I remember stories like this. but Okay. No. Th- so I was like, guys, I'll be right back because I had had my parents send me back some stuff from back home, including my yearbooks. So I got my senior yearbook. And I was like, hey, guys, this is the, what we deal with. And they were going through my yearbook. Like it was a Playboy. Like they were just like, you went to a school full of models. I'm like, no, this is just California. This is the standard of hotness in California. And this is what we expect. <laughs> this is and- this is where we come from. And we just have hot chicks running around everywhere. Because all the hot chicks from your podunk, you know, bumfuck Kentucky, whatever. <laughs> all the hot chicks Poor Kentucky. come to us. And then they live there and procreate with the other hot people and their progeny are even hotter so when you tell me that that substitute for a cow is hot i have serious questions for you guys so and i think the only other guys like from the united states that had girls that hot were like new york like from around like downtown new york where all the models are and all the broadway actresses are so and they understood but everybody else didn't get it 